Hey, we began September with a message undergirding our 2024. What does that mean? We're not even in 2024 yet. God gave us a word right about the first week of September in order to create a foundation for what will take place by faith in 2024. Everybody say fresh oil. Holy fire, fire. new wine, wine. it's all coming together. In this house, we don't believe we have to step into a new year to receive a fresh anointing. We're stepping into 2024 with fresh oil, holy fire, and new wine. You and your family are about to step into a year of fresh oil, holy fire, and new wine. It's all going to come together. But we covered fresh oil, we covered holy fire, and today we're going to cover new wine. Somebody shout new wine. New wine. New wine. Now I want to make this clear because as, as your pastor, I must begin with the following disclaimer. I have a pastoral responsibility, if not a moral responsibility, to undergird this illustration. Everything we're going to talk about is about wine today. But... I want to make it clear. I don't want you to come out of the service and like post on Instagram tonight where you're completely drunk on like my pastor preached about wine. <laughs> so he made it legit. No, let's not forget Ephesians 5.18. Do not be drunk with wine, but rather be filled with the Holy Spirit. So you, know, that's, you understand what that means, drunkenness and what it means in Scripture. We have a mature church, so I don't have... Here we go. I want to speak to you about new wine, the purpose of new wine, the process of new wine, and the promise of new wine. I can't deny the fact that in Scripture, from Genesis to Revelation, wine is a very prominent, symbolic, what we call biblical typology, reality that really elevates powerful truths in scripture. God uses wine to teach us truth. From the beginning, from the encounter of Abraham with Melchizedek and the transference over of wine, all the way to the book of Revelation where we are celebrating with God and there's a supper and we are participating with wine. So wine is important in scripture. I'm referring to the spiritual elements and what it represents. From Genesis to Revelation, there is new wine. The purpose of new wine, wine in the Bible in the Old Testament represents this. Take out your hands, lift them up like this. I just, I just want to equip you with certain biblical truths and you walk out with them. Wine in the Bible represents joy. Somebody say joy. New wine represents joy. Psalm 104, verses 14 and 15. So joy. And there's a biblical verse where you can see it all. Make, make sure you have them. They'll be on our app and on our website. Take pictures if you want. Prosperity. Wine, new wine in the Bible equals prosperity. Say prosperity. prosperity. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. God makes you prosper. It is God who prosper you. And new wine is symbolic of that prosperity. In Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 13, new wine equals blessings. Somebody say blessings. In Joe chapter 2, verse 24 and 25, God is telling the people of Israel, I'm going to restore you. And one of the biggest signs I will demonstrate will be that new wine will be poured out. Matter of fact, they will burst. They will break the, the, the limitations. Somebody say restoration. And then in the book of Isaiah chapter 24, new wine equals celebration. Somebody say celebration. One more time. Take out your hand. New wine equals joy. New wine equals prosperity. Say it with me. New wine equals blessings. New wine equals restoration. And new wine equals celebration. So let me, do you mind if I prophetically declare, undergirded with the word of God, that in 2024, your life will be a life of joy. 
your life will be a life of prosperity. You and your family are about to experience crazy blessings. Everything the devil stole from you will be restored in the mighty name of Jesus. And you're about to celebrate like you've never celebrated before. If you receive that new wine anointing, give God some new wine praise in his house. Somebody shout new wine. That's the old, whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's the Old Testament. In the New Testament, the new covenant, Wine, new wine, we're talking about new wine, the biblical symbolic, the typology, what it represents. New wine in the New Testament has two applications. Pastor Sam, but I like the five you just read. Oh, but these two, whoo. Let me tell you what the New Testament tells us what new wine represents. Matthew 26, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. He broke it in pieces. They said, take it, eat it. Verse 27, he took the cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it and said, drink it. That wine that you're drinking, it's my blood. It represents my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Oh, you missed it. In the New Testament, okay, there's another one, one more. Mark 2, 222, here it is, Mark 2, 22. No one puts new wine into If he does, the wine will burst the skins. The wine is destroyed and so are the skins. New wine is for fresh wineskins. Here it is. In the New Testament, hmm, wine represents, the new wine represents the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Oh, but what happened? Like before, when I said joy, you were like, ah! When I said prosperity, some of you got a twitch. I said blessings, y'all got excited. I said, yo, God's gonna restore everything the devil stole. You were like, yeah, I even said celebration. Some of y'all got up. I just mentioned that new wine, upgrade, a new wine represents the blood of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Oh, let me explain it. When you're washed with the blood of Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit, you have joy. When you're washed with the blood of Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit, you have no other choice but to prosper. When you are washed with the blood of Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit, you are so blessed that your cup runs over. When you are washed with the blood of Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit, you get back everything the devil stole from you in the back of your life. And when you are washed with the blood of Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit, the apostle Paul said, rejoice again, I say, rejoice, celebrate. <laughs> Philippians 4, 4, John 10, 10, Ephesians 1, 3, 3, John chapter 1, verse 2, John 15, 11. In other words, through Jesus, that new wine, you get everything. You have joy, you have blessings, you have prosperity, you have restoration, you have celebration, all through the blood of Jesus and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? Make it official. In Sacramento, California, we have new wine people in this sanctuary here on this Sunday afternoon. Somebody shout new wine. Look at your neighbor, tell him, I'm a new wine believer. Tell your other neighbor, tell him, I'm a new wine believer. As for me and my house, Say it like you believe it. As for me and my house, joy, 
blessings, prosperity, restoration, celebration. We are covered by the blood and filled with the Holy Spirit. Now I want you to praise like you're a new wine believer. Now I want you to worship like you are covered by the blood and filled with the Spirit. New season is a new wine church. We're a new wine church. We're a new wine church. This is why the Apostle Paul just lays it out in Ephesians 5.18. Y'all don't need to be drunk with the wine of this world. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is why in the book of Acts, Dr. Luke writing, he talked about the critics that were out there when the people were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were accused of being drunk, being filled with wine. Oh, I like this. I like this. New, all the new wine people, lift up your hands. Sean, let me do a little sidebar here. I just, did you notice when Jesus, the Holy Communion, we read it, we read it twice because we did it up here, Pastor Lizette, and then I read it in the passage. Jesus looks at his disciples and says, go ahead, take it, eat it. Right? That wasn't the first time we heard that phrase. Do you ever notice that, that we've heard that before? In Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 6, when the serpent tempted Eve in the garden, the, the same words came out. Y'all, that tree, you could eat from that tree because the moment you eat, go ahead, eat it. <laughs> Forget about what he said because if you eat from that tree, you're going to be like him. And, and then Jesus comes around and then and he fixes everything Everything the serpent did in the garden, Jesus fixed it on the cross. And I love that. So go ahead, eat it, eat now. Now is the time. The Jesus, the tree of life, the tree of knowledge. It, it's the reality, the reality that the purpose of new wine is for you to be, to live a life redeemed by the blood, filled with his spirit. That's new wine. But there's a process. Somebody say process. Let me show you something right now. We have different grapes from different stores, and don't judge me if I don't mention your store. Matter of fact, just for the purpose of this, because at 9 o'clock we had some fun stuff with this, I found out where the vast majority of our churchgoers at 9 o'clock go shopping. <laughs> Food shopping, we did. Which, so if, if, if you're a Rayleigh's person, say amen. amen. If you're a Sprouts person, say Amen. Woo. All the nugget people. Oh, look at this section is the nugget. From now on, for the history of this church, the left side to the stage, nuggets. The nugget people. Uh, Winko? There's so many jokes here. But I'm not, I'm just going to hold back. Trader Joe's. This church is a Winko Trader Joe church. I am surprised. I really am. Like barely no one this morning was Trader Joe. And we have Trader Joe people in the service. Uh, all right, I don't want to. Uh, here we go. All the Costco people. <laughs> and all the people that shop at my club. club. Thank you, Sam's Club. <laughs> Shout out, you get a free book coming up in two weeks. <laughs> I know some of y'all do Walmart and Target, right? But this is it. Let me show you this. Um, all right, what do we have? 765, 862, 893, 998. I'm just going to land at the Sprouts area. Jason, coming up here, going to help me with this. All right, so 765. I'm just going to, in my mind, just to make it easier, I'm going to go home, average it up. So this is Sprouts. No, 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 no. No, no. New wine, buddy, new wine. Get over here. 
All right, Jason, hold on to this. This is so we have this cluster of grapes. Let, let me explain to you something real quick. So we have grapes from, that was sprouts, right? That was sprouts. I'm going to average it up. I'm just going to go up, and that's going to be $8 for me in my mind for this purpose. Seven sixty-five, right? Seven sixty-five for this. And here we have, all right, the, the grapes. This is a bottle. This, this is wine, real wine. Hold on a second. Let me, let me put this here. Let me put this here. This is a bottle of very expensive wine. That's a bottle of, how much is that? So 120, right? For all practical purposes. No, you can't take it. No, this is an illustration. Stop that. No. No, no, it's, no. New wine, new wine, new wine. So, 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 all right, here we have the grapes. Um, $7.65, sprouts, $120 bottle of wine. What's wine? So this is that that has been through a what? I'll repeat that. This is $8 in a bag. That's $120 in a bottle. $8 in a bag, $120 in a bottle. $8 in a bag, $120 in a bottle, all because it goes through a process. $8 in a bag, $120 in a bottle. $8 in a bag, $120 in a bottle. $8 in a bag, $120 in a bottle. If you're in this church and you're born again, you're no longer in a bag. I want you to run right now. You're no longer... I don't know what you're talking about. You're no longer in the bag. Don't let anyone treat you like you're still in the bag. Don't let anyone disrespect you like you're still in the bag. Don't let anyone talk you down like you're still in the bag. You've been through a process. You're not what you used to be. You're not what you used to be. Anybody here grateful that you've been through a process? There's a difference between you here and you here. And the, the way the Bible just shows us the power of wine as an illustration, powerful, because $8, $120. It's the process. Somebody say the process. process. These are the five stages of winemaking, the harvest, crushing and pressing, fermentation, clarification. I love that part. Aging and bottling. Repeat after me, the harvest. He picked you out from where you were before. He picked you up when you were in the miry clay. When you were when you were there, distraught, broken, discombobulated, when everybody ignored you, when you ignored yourself, when you were hopeless, he picked you up. He lifted you. He just said, we just picked you up. I love that crushing and pressing. And that the whole, whole the crushing and the pressing. We don't like the crushing. <laughs> but it's a separate, the fermentation where he adds on what he needs to add on to protect the future then then there's clarification of your identity and then he ages you up you mature you're no longer baby christians drinking only milk now you're eating some solid meat and you and your bottles you're protected you're contained the process of being harvested the process of being crushed and pressed the process the process of getting out of you the best that is in you the process of separating that which doesn't matter from that which matters the process of distinguishing that which has life and that 
that which has no purpose. It is the process that adds value. I want to do it one more time. 765 sprouts, $120. 765, 120. 765, 120. And the difference between this and this, this is that after it goes through a process. I need you to please respectfully look at your neighbor and tell them, I am that because I've been through a process. Tell your other neighbor, neighbor, I'm no longer in a bag. I've been through a process. I don't walk the way I used to. I don't talk the way I used to. I don't live the way I used to. I don't think the way I used to. I don't pray the way I used to. I don't react the way I used to. I don't even fight the way I used to. I don't. I've been through a process. I've been through a process. I've been through a process now. And now, I know some of y'all thinking, now go ahead, Pat Sam, tell us. If I'm, some of y'all waiting for me to go, if you've been through a process in 2023, if you've been through a process in the, next, in the past three years, if you've been through a process all your life, then your value is directly proportional to what you went through. Some of you are waiting for me to tell you that, but I won't. Because that's not the gospel. What? Yeah. If all I do is preach about your process and what you went through, then we're missing the gospel. You're not this what you're not you're not a high quality bottle of new wine because of what you went through. Do you know why they can't put a price on your bottle? Do you know why they, it's more than 120, it's more than 500. What if I tell you you are priceless? Do you know who paid the price? It's not about what you What Jesus did on the cross gives you the value of your life. Somebody shout like you're saying. Your value is not based on what you went through and the price you paid along the way. Your value is based on what Jesus went through on the cross and the process he went through to shed his blood. The value of your life it's not directly proportional to what you go through and the price you pay. The value of your life is based on what Jesus went through and the price that he paid on the cross and through his resurrection. I don't deny the fact that when we are in Christ and Christ is in us, John 15, 7, and we go through things, the value does grow up. I don't deny that, but only, only if you are in Christ and Christ is in you. Jesus is the reason you're no longer in a bag. Somebody should get this in about two minutes. I said, Jesus is the reason you're no longer in a bag. Somebody should break out in a praise break right about now. Jesus is the reason the bag of depression no longer holds you down. The bag of anxiety, the bag of anxiety, the bag of addiction, the bag of failure and shame. Jesus is the reason you're no longer in the back. Jesus is the reason you're no longer a 765 cluster of grapes from sprouts. Jesus is the reason why you and your family are like a bottle of super expensive priceless wine. He loved you so much that he paid the price to transform you from a grape in a bag to wine in a bottle. And we have the same process. We just have different terms for it. You want to hear them? You heard about fermentation and clarification and bodily and aging? 
You want to hear the process? You might want to write these words down because as a Christian, you should know them. Our process is this. Ready? Same thing. It's called justification, sanctification, and glorification. Fancy words, same process. You are justified by faith. I love that. It means God says you're righteous, not because of what you did, but because of what he did for you. That's the harvest thing. That's the him getting you out. I love that. Sanctification is the whole fermentation process. That's the Holy Spirit living inside of you. I see, by the way, he sanctified you already, and you're still being sanctified. Hebrews chapter 10 says something powerful. He already declares that you are perfect. Watch this. From a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Let me rephrase that. God says, you're perfect already in me. And by the way, I'm still working on you. Like, wow, there's hope for everyone. That's why we should not be judging people to hell. Make room for the love and the truth of God to restore people. And when he comes back, we will be glorified. Let me read it for you. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus. Through him, we have obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Romans 5, 1 through 2. Ah, all right. So we crush them, we press them, fermentation, clarification, which is when we have a, a moment in God, a continual discipleship moment where the truths of God continue to bring clarity to our lives. Very important. And then there is that bottling agent. The moment, the moment you go through that process, the moment you're crushed, you can no longer go back to the bag. Don't go back to the bag. Can you please touch your neighbor? Tell him, I can't go back to the bag. No, no, no. Tell, tell your other neighbor, I am new wine. Don't try to pour me back into the atmosphere that I came out of. Don't try to take me back to where I came out of. Tell him, I can't go back to the... The only thing for me in my house is a bottle. The only thing for me in my house is to be secured in a place where nothing will be lost. Uh, if you're getting this, lift up your hands. So, so let me, what, how much is this? Let me land this. How much is this? Surprise, surprise. Watch this. Anybody see it? $25.99. Oh, somebody help me out here. Excuse, give me, give me. There's, there's, is there cheaper wine in that? Two buck white? What do they say, two buck what? Two buck chuck? That's for real? Is that like a real thing? Don't tell me it's actually two bucks. Two buck chuck? Look at her like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. My parents are there, I really don't know. Is that serious? What, seriously, I don't know, what's the cheapest? $7.99 barefoot? So we got two buck chuck and barefoot. I want to remind everybody in the audience. Mucho malo. Uh-uh. No. And alcoholism is a thing. But the blood of Jesus breaks every generational curse of alcoholism. Okay. Why is this wine cheaper than this? Too, too good. Too good. 
it's both, what it's not, it's basically the same process, guys, for all wine. But it's the type of grapes from where they're grown from. And it's, that's why your environment matters. Your environment matters because you could grow grapes in, if you go from France and Italy and Napa, it's going to be great, expensive. But, but if you go try to grow wine in the concrete jungle of Manhattan, there's not much wine coming out of Manhattan, right? Oh, we got some wine grown in downtown LA. Yeah, good luck with that, right? It's not going to happen because the ground is not rich enough. That's why, I, I know it's going to sound self-serving, but the church you go to matters and, and the spiritual atmosphere that surrounds you matters. Well, I'm going to find, let me land, let me land real quick. So why is this different? It's real simple. It's, it's, the, it's the, the grapes, but more importantly, it's the aging process. What does that mean? The, the, the amount of time in the bottle will determine the value of the wine when it's poured out. You miss that. The amount of time. So if, if, if I get, even, even if I get the best grapes right now from Napa, and I, and I do a wine bottle of 2023, a 2023 bottle cannot compare to a 1975 bottle. Which one will be more expensive? Which one? Why is older more expensive? Anybody know? The older, the, the, the time in the bottle determines the value of the wine. The time you spend in the presence of God will determine the value. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody now. The time you spend in the presence of God, the time you spend in the word of God, the time you spend in the promises of God will determine the value of what comes out of you. Can I declare prophetically that in 2024, you will spend more time in his presence, more time in the word of God, more time in the promises of God. You and your house are about to be poured out and it's gonna be powerful. Lift up your hands, we're done. All the new wine people, lift them up really high. If you're committed in 2024 to spending unprecedented time, if you, if you promise right here in this service to spend more time in God's presence, in God's word, and declaring God's promises, lift up both hands really high. If you, if you make a commitment right here in this service to permit the Holy Spirit to pour out the wine that God has poured in you to the people around you, as you equally spend time in him and in his promises and his word, if you know that the value of what's in you is directly proportional to the price he paid for you and the time you spend in his presence, lift up both hands and a foot. And if you truly believe that you're about to step into a season of joy, unspeakable joy, somebody needs joy like never before, the joy of the Lord that is your strength, the prosperity of God, biblical prosperity, the blessings of God, the restoration of everything the devil stole or you permitted to be lost through self-inflicted wounds and sin. Celebration. If you're going to live a life completely under the blood of Jesus and filled with his Holy Spirit for the final time, before I let you go, give God arguably the best praise you've given him in 2023. Somebody praise like your new one. Somebody worship like your new one. Look at your neighbor, tell them, new wine, new wine, new wine. Anybody here ready to see everything God has ordained for you? All right. Lift up your hands. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. The, that's, that's the purpose, the process. Let me just read the promise real quick. If this is for you, you'll show God it's yours. Here's the promise of new wine. Amos 9.13. The time will come, says the Lord, when the grain and the grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. The terraced vineyards on the hills of Israel 
will drip with sweet wine through Galatians 3.29. That promise belongs to you and me. Let me read to you the message version. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. There are things going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You will not be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, you will find blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. I will make everything right again for my people, Israel. God, your God, says so. If you believe your God said that wine, that blessings are about to overtake you and your family because you live a life washed with the blood of Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, justification, sanctification, glorification forthcoming. Give God one more clap offering and shout new wine. I dare you to lift up your hands and say, it's coming my way. It's coming my way. I'm going to do what the Bible tells me to do. One version says, look to the north, the south, the east, and the west. Everybody, do me a favor one time. I didn't do it at 9 o'clock, 1030. Everybody, just, if you can, look backwards. Look back there to the exit door. Look back. And people are still coming in at this time. Beautiful. All right. Now, now, look, look this way. This way. Now, look this way. Now, look this way. The Bible has a promise, more importantly to the finished work of Christ. Wherever you look, north, south, east, and west, you will see the blessings of your heavenly Father coming your way. Somebody break out in a shout and a praise because you're about to see new wine. Come on, all the new wine people rejoice again.